0: And welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers won a summer league game. Uh, and in the middle of it, we got a super fun, brand new Kyrie Irving report that I really hope you don't believe. So late-ish Tuesday evening, we got a report from the uh, from Brian Lewis of the New York Post, who wrote the following quote, quote Another source close to Irving told the Post that the all-star point guard would uh, not only never ask for a trade, but has had every intention of playing for Brooklyn with or without Durant. Uh, How do we, uh, he's quoting, Brian is quoting here. How do we get into the situation about trade when he opted in? The source asked rhetorically. Here's the situation. He opted in, which means he had and he has every intention of playing with the Brooklyn Nets. KD decides he wants out, and now everybody is talking about trading Kyrie, right? Kyrie has not asked for a trade. Now, if the Nets don't want him, that's something totally different. Kyrie has not said he wants a trade. He opted in. So where do the trade conversations come from? Is it because KD requested a trade, and now everybody's like, let's trade Kai? Kyrie opted in, end quote. A lot to unpack there, but... Let's just kind of break things down again as they stand i think it's always worth this reminder a constant kind of reminder of of where things stand over the course of what is going to continue to be a pretty ridiculous situation here's how i i, I would kind of note the important things here one we got reports earlier in the day and have gotten reports now for about a week that the Lakers and Nets are basically at an impasse when it comes to the trade negotiations. The Nets know what the Lakers are offering. The Lakers know that they what they want to offer. They know what the Nets are offering. And both sides kind of understand where both sides sit right now. The Lakers also understand, because the Nets have told them this, the Lakers understand that the Nets aren't interested in making any kind of a Kyrie Irving trade until they figure out what's going to happen with Kevin Durant. That's their top priority. So their second priority after that would become the Kyrie trade. And I would imagine once one happens, once once the Kevin Durant trade happens, those trade talks will pick back up. And they might even escalate, right? Where right now as it stands, according to various reports, the Lakers don't want to use both of the first rounders that they have at their disposal just to move Russell Westbrook. They want to be able to have a little bit more flexibility so that if they decide they want to move somebody else or a few more assets to go in and get something else that they need, they still need a lot more shooting than they have even in turning Russell Westbrook into uh, Kyrie Irving. The Lakers want the ability to have that asset left over to be able to go out and do that. So again, like Brooklyn isn't in any kind of hurry right now when it comes to Kyrie because their top priority is Kevin Durant. And by the way, they lose some leverage in trading away Kyrie because that would signal, yeah, that is the end of this relationship. They would then, I, I don't know. We haven't heard from, from Kevin Durant about his interest in returning to Brooklyn. If Kyrie isn't there, um, while all of the stuff about Kyrie potentially taking the taxpayer mid-level started popping off, uh, we didn't get much from, from Kevin Durant. I think that was intentional. So, for Brooklyn, they're basically saying we're going to hold on to Kyrie and make it look as if we're willing to bring both of those guys back and we're willing to appease Kevin to try to keep him in Brooklyn, um, at the very least to improve the trade offers that clearly, because a trade hasn't happened yet, clearly haven't blown them away. So you have that entire situation there, and you have the impatience that is is clear now based on the leak that you got from LeBron's camp, that he, uh, that hey, just a reminder, everybody extension talks are, are right around the corner, and it sure would, would help to, to get me to extend if I know I'm going to be playing with Kyrie Irving and not with Russell Westbrook. He followed that up by not even talking to Russell Westbrook on Friday. Again, worth noting, which was impossible. <laughs> Uh, to do or not to do is, is, is not note that, oh, yeah, that's right. The, the two guys who were sitting side by side at last Summer League didn't even make eye con- contact, basically. So you had that go on. And then now you have this followed up or those things followed up with this report that Kyrie apparently wants to be in Brooklyn with or without Kevin Durant, which, again, to me signals, look, if you just break down the English used here, it's clearly not somebody from the Nets, because somebody from the Nets wouldn't say, well, if we don't want him, right? So that's probably not happening. Probably not somebody from the Lakers, right? It might be somebody from around the league, but but if you're willing to go out there and speak on Kyrie's behalf, and uh, you, you're probably going to be pretty close to the guy. So I think it's it's fair to Maybe not assume, but maybe wonder if this was Kyrie's agent kind of trying to apply his own pressure here. Hey, get this done. LeBron wants this done already. He would have preferred to have walked out onto the court with Kyrie Irving and had that giant applause, as we already saw and heard Lakers fans chant Kyrie's name while Russell Westbrook was still sitting right there by the bench. So we know LeBron wants to get this done. We know that Kyrie Irving probably wants to get this done because his relationship with Nike has frayed. You know a good way to, to, to repair a relationship with the shoe company? Get traded to the Lakers and play with LeBron James. That's probably going to help. So you have Kyrie who wants to get this done. But again, the Lakers understand that there's no point in pushing their luck right now. We saw what happened the first time they tried to trade for Anthony Davis and Magic Johnson overplayed his hand they weren't able to get ad that first season and then at that drug out over the course of the entirety of the season and then palenka steps in and sure i would probably say that he overpaid given the situation but he still was able to land anthony davis because he knows hey just because i have all the leverage here reminding the other party in a negotiation of that every step along the way doesn't make that party all that thrilled about doing business with you. So I think what I think is going on right now is that the Lakers are kind of standing by. They've they've heard from the Nets. We've seen, we've seen seen Sean Marks and Rob Polinka talking in Vegas, right? That didn't look like two guys who were standoffish in the way that they were going about this. We've we've seen them talk, we've seen reports of them talking dating back to the rookie camp. So the rookie combine, we, we know that they have a decent relationship or at least a a, 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 a con- <laughs> the ability to have conversations about this stuff. So I think what, the, what Rob is probably smartly doing is just kind of stepping back and saying, having heard from Brooklyn, Brooklyn tells you, all right, we'll come back to this. But first, we have to take care of this. If you continue to try to overplay your hand, you're either going to wind up giving away an extra asset that you might not have to otherwise, or you're gonna piss off Brooklyn to the point where they say, you know what? Screw it. We'll keep Kyrie just to not have to do business with you. We'll keep Kyrie and we'll just send him home if we have to. Because screw it. What else do we have to gain here other than trading away this guy for 10 cents on the dollar? So I think and 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 again, that runs kind of contrary. And this is why when Aaron and I talked about this on, on the hook uh, last week. Friday, or whenever it was that he and I spoke, um, I I said that, yeah, normally you would like to present it as if everybody is rowing in the right direction here, but clearly the people within the Lakers here, the two camps that we've heard nonstop about, Team Clutch and Team Lakers, um, they aren't necessarily... They're rowing in the same general direction, but one side is rowing a little faster than the other, right? And I think... Uh, I I think LeBron wanted to get this done faster. Kyrie wanted to get this done faster. The Lakers know that they can stand to take their time here so long as nothing crazy develops and their leverage all of a sudden turns on its head, which is possible, right? That's why the Lakers probably are still keeping tabs on Brooklyn, but I I don't think they're going to be so pushy as to piss off Brooklyn and get them to a point where they say, you know what? Screw it. We're not going to even do business with you. Even after we trade uh, Kevin Durant, we'd rather keep Kyrie, and send him home Then bring on Russell Westbrook and do you guys a favor. Not to mention, by the way, if Brooklyn doesn't want to take on Russ, the Lakers have to convince the San Antonio Spurs to help them. You know how how difficult that's going to be? It's just probably not going to happen. And all the while, while this is all going on, the Lakers still have the opportunity, if they so choose, to pursue some kind of a, a, a multiplayer deal as has been reported a few times now where they can go out and they can get buddy healed and they can get miles Turner. So long as they have that option and the Brooklyn nets have fewer options, the Lakers have the upper hand here, but it's not to the point where they have to continue to overplay that upper hand and, and, and halt negotiations where they stand. Oh, and Hey, by the way, there was basketball last night. Uh, the Lakers beat the Clippers, which is always fun. and, and, as that game was kind of going on, again, I've talked about why I enjoy watching uh, watching Summer League and, and the things that I look for coming out of Summer League. And I'm really starting to uh, enjoy watching Scottie Pippen Jr. play. I think uh, he has the opportunity to be a, a very solid kind of backup point guard in the NBA. He needs to get a little bit more explosive. He's not generating much uh, space on his own. Um, but the fact that he can shoot and he's smart with the basketball, I, I like those things about his game. Swider is a freaking, he, he, he's a shooter. He reminds me, like, I know the Kuz thing is a little easy, um, and, and they they do have a lot in common. I think Swider probably at this stage is a better shooter than Kuz was at that point, but I think Kuz was more athletic, better finisher around the rim, better defender even now than, than uh, even back then, than Swider is right now. Um, so the Lakers do have some pieces here that that I do think are worth taking a uh, continue to to get a closer look at but more in a macro sense I love the competition that I'm seeing from this team I'm loving the the spacing concepts that we're seeing offensively from this team and 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 I'm loving the the, the number of guys that I see making the right play the winning play and and hey they messed around and won a game last night all right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast until at least we get the next report about Kyrie Irving and, and uh, his whims and the whims of his agent and uh, the interest of reporters to echo those things, even though we have had roughly a month or so of reports that directly contradict the report that we got late Tuesday night, but whatever. That's the stage of the year that we're in right now. This is the time where you sit back and you laugh at the hilarity, which I did. I saw that, and everybody in our Slack just started busting up laughing here at Silver Screen and Roll. And and you know what? I think that's the right way to to go about this. Just kind of laugh whenever you can. So, until tomorrow. Make sure you guys check out the Taco Tuesday guys who talked a little bit more about where they would draw their line in the sand on Kyrie Irving Trade Talks. They also talked about uh, what they've liked from Summer League, so you're going to want to check that out. Raj and Sabrina are going to be recording later tonight, and then uh, we'll keep keep this train rolling. So until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin. Have a good one.